Hey, good morning, everyone. This is Larry Bailey with Mortgage Workflow Partners. I am here to help uh, share information that is obtained from the beautiful people over at MBS Highway, your trusted source for mortgage market intelligence. And this is all brought to you by Ridge Lending Group, who is uh, can be found at uh, either calling them at 855-74-RIDGE, or you can uh, email them to info at ridgelendinggroup.com, or go check out their website at ridgelendinggroup.com. Uh, either way, they can help you with all of your residential financing needs, um, whether it's mixed use or investor, uh, one to four family, or even up to eight family, um, is still considered uh, not commercial uh, for what they can help you with. So if you have any residential needs, whether it's owner-occupied, second home, or investment, definitely give the, the uh, folks over at Ridge Lending Group a shout, uh, and uh, they will definitely help you out. So today is November 23rd. We were closed for, uh, for a little bit of a break on Monday, and then uh, this should have been done yesterday, but here we are already on Wednesday the 23rd. I thought it was still a good idea to go back into last week because the markets still don't know which way is up. And we've been trading in this narrow range with the information that's been coming out. Uh, so this review is for the week of November 14th, I'm looking back in review um, because we saw a lot of information come out last week. We're continuing to see more information out this week, even though it's Thanksgiving uh, uh, break here for the markets tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, so it's just really hard to keep up. What's important to understand is that information is always changing, so definitely make sure you stay in touch if this is your livelihood. Um, with multiple sources of information to keep abreast of what's going on. Thank you very much for paying attention to what we're doing, and let's get into this review. So again, this is for the uh, this is the newsletter that came out this week from MBS Highway on November 21st. This is for the week of November, November 14th, 2022 in review. Home sales and home construction cooled in October, while wholesale inflation data gave bonds a boost. Here are the key headlines. Low housing inventory remains supportive of home prices. I've seen that firsthand. Construction of home continues to slow. That's actually a really big topic. Uh, that is uh, some interesting news. Builder confidence drops for 11th consecutive month. That's because construction of homes continue to slow. Wholesale inflation cooler than expected. That's good, but now we need to see it on the retail side. Continuing jobless claims continue to creep higher. And uh, what's interesting is, you know, uh, spoiler alert, jobless claims just came out today. Um, you know, again, this was prepped on Monday, so today, two days later, people are still, um, we're still not seeing uh, as many jobless claims, uh, you know, this big spike that everybody's been waiting for to really say, hey, we're, we're finally in a, in a good spot. No need, Fed, no need to keep raising interest rates. Um, but it's just not getting that uh, that pop. We're just creeping along. Uh, and then there's there's a uh, there's a, uh, a seasonal recipe here in the middle, like we always do. So first story: uh, low housing inventory remains supportive of home prices. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll see this video over at the Ridge Lending Group community. If you don't have access to that, go to ridgelendinggroup.com, click on join the community. It's a simple process. It's free, and uh, and check it out here. So uh, there's a little image on there that talks about the different regions of the country for existing home sales and how uh, there is not a, uh, an area of the country that is not in decline. 
So existing home sales fell 5.9% from September to October to a 4.43 million unit annualized pace per the National Association of Realtors, NAR. This was slightly stronger than expectations for a 7% decline. So in other words, they were looking for a 7% decline somehow, and they only got a 5.9% decline. Sales were also lower 28.4% when compared to October of last year. This is a critical report for taking the pulse of the housing market as it measures closings on existing homes, which represents about 90% of the market. So what's the bottom line here? While inventory has slowed in the housing market, home prices are still being supported by continued low inventory, plus the rise of rise in inventory that occurs every summer from parents listing their homes so their kids are settled in for the new school year has crested. The number of available homes declined for the third month in a row from 1.25 million at the end of September to 1.22 million at the end of October. That equates to a 3.3 months supply of homes. However, there were only 754,000 quote active listings close quote, in October, which means that 38% of the, quote, inventory, close quote, is in existing home sales report under contract and not truly available. This speaks to demand, as a normal market has 25% of inventory under contract. So 25% normal, 38% real under contract. So when looking at the month's supply of available homes for sale, it's really only 2.5 months. And while there are reports that homes are sitting longer on the market, they are still selling quickly when priced correctly. And that goes the same no matter what the market is. If you know your market and you price the home correctly, it'll sell. Average days on market increased slightly from 19 days in September to 21 days in October, while 64% of homes were on the market for less than 30 days. Uh, so just to kind of come back to this, I will also say that, um, you know, part of this is is uh, where people are not selling existing homes because we're like, well, where am I going to buy? And the rate I have on my home that I got last year is probably three point something percent or maybe even four point something percent. And they're really concerned about affording a new home um, at somewhere in uh, fives or sixes. Uh, I will throw a shout out here. If you are in the market for a primary home and you're not taking advantage of a temporary buy-down loan, you need to get with it. Uh, so uh, if you don't know about temporary buy-down loans, hit me up on a message somewhere. I'll give you all kinds of information about it. We actually did, I think I did a, a, a piece earlier uh, on the Ridge Lending Group about, to, about temporary buy-downs. They are something that we did back in the early 2000s and in the late 90s because interest rates were much higher. Like it was a 30 year fix was like seven or 8%. I think we hit nines at one point for some borrowers because of credit worthiness in the program. But my point is that you should leverage the available financing options um, regardless of what the interest rate is. And if you gotta move, you gotta move. Um, but there's not that many people that have to move. So, uh, so there you go. There's a little bit of insight. Uh, so construction of homes continues to slow is the next story. Fall brought a chill to home buying as housing starts, which measure the start of construction on homes, fell 4.2% from September to October. Starts for single-family homes, which are the most important because they are in such high demand among buyers, declined 6.1% from September and 20.8% from October of last year. Building permits for single-family homes, which are indicative of future supply, also fell 3.6% for the month and 22.1% year over year. So what's the bottom line here? 
Builders have clearly slowed down production, and it appears they have learned their lessons from 2006 and 2007 when they kept building homes despite waning demand. This means that the supply and demand dynamics that we are seeing today are the exact opposite of what we saw in 2007 when there was a crash. 100% totally agree with this. All the, literally, anybody who has a brain agrees that this is not 2007. We have completely opposite uh, situations. So while we are certainly seeing an, acti an, acti uh, an activity, that's weirdly worded there, but while we are certainly seeing act you know, an active recession in housing, low inventory should continue to be supportive of home prices. So the bottom line here is, you know, even though we're seeing a decline and even though most folks are saying, listen, we're probably going to see a pullback on values, the reality is don't wait. There's no way to time this market. Nobody knows what the heck is going on. If you're watching up in here, as we say on, you know, as I try to say on, on every episode here of these weekly reviews, this is a live ticker of what's going on in the more in the U.S. mortgage-backed securities market for the 30-year uh, five and a half coupon. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few weeks ago, this was like 97, 98. We're now over par. That is an enormous swing. Like I can't even tell you. It's a really big swing. Obviously, if you're into mortgage banking and you're a geek like me on this stuff, it's a, it's very telling of what's happening. This is going to trend up as these numbers actually slow down, which is weird, but it's something to pay attention to. Again, if you find an opportunity, if you find a house, do what you got to do to move and get that house, get the best deal today, and get on with the rest of your life. If and when rates drop, and if and when um, values improve over time, as things tend to always do, as they've seen, as we've seen in the past, um, then you'll take advantage of that moment when it comes. But uh, there's plenty of folks I think that are going to be snatching up houses here in Q1 because rates are going to be slightly lower, sellers are going to be slightly pulled back on their home price uh, listings, and I think there's going to be a ton of activity. So don't miss out on those opportunities. Is my point. Builder confidence. Here's the next story. Builder confidence drops for the 11th consecutive month. Again, there's an index here image. Uh, it's 33. So that is uh, that's quite a difference from where we were earlier this year. The National Association of Home Builders, the NAHB Housing Market Index, which is a near real-time read on builder confidence, fell five points to 33 in November. All components of the index move lower, with current sales conditions falling six points to 39. Sales expectations for the next six months declining four points to 31, and most significantly, at least from my perspective, the buyer traffic dropping five points, so nobody's to 20, so five points to 20. So nobody's going out and checking out houses. Um, certainly not in upstate New York. Uh, this guy's got clobbered with snow. So, you know, again, I, maybe this is seasonal. I'm not an expert on this, but what I can tell you is these numbers were way higher uh, even just six months ago. So what's the bottom line here? Any reading above 50 on this index, which runs 0 to 100, signals expansion, while readings below 50 signal contraction. This month's confidence reading is the lowest since June 2012, except for the start of the pandemic in spring of 2020 which is unsurprising given that building material costs remain elevated while higher interest rates have caused many home buyers to, to pause their search. Listen, on this topic of, of construction costs, I just happen to do this because I'm, I'm helping uh, my daughter and son-in-law um, redo um, their house and wire, like literally copper wire, 
was um, copper was somewhere I think it was like forty something cents uh, last year, and now it's three dollars and forty something cents. Like, do the math. It, it is a crazy, and that's just one component. Lumber's coming down, but lumber's still way higher than pre-pandemic. So, it's expensive to build homes, and um, all this stuff ripples, right? So the NAHB also noted that 59% of builders reported using incentives to help increase buyer traffic with a, quote, big increase in usage from September to November, close quote. So, for example, 25% of builders said they were paying points for buyers in November compared to 13% in September. Mortgage rate buy-downs, temporary buy-down loan program. I'm telling you guys, builders know this deal. We, we, they've used it forever. You know, I'm in mortgage banking 30 years. We used it in the 90s and the 2000s. Get your um, get your money on the table and take it from the sellers because they're giving it away. Mortgage rate buy downs rose from 19% to 27%. I bet you in a couple of weeks, I bet you that's closer to 30, if not 40%. While 37% of builders cut prices uh, in November versus just 26% in September. Listen on this topic because it's here. The reason why a temporary buy down is such more uh, has way more impact than buying down points is because of the yield curve. So I'm going to get technical again, um, so forgive me, but basically a point, which is 1%, if you prepay a point on a mortgage up front, the amount of effect it has on lowering the interest rate is not nearly as much as if you take that same amount and put it towards a temporary buy-down. Why is this significant right now? Because everybody and their brother who knows anything about forecasting rates believes that in the next three years, rates are going to come back down to somewhere 4 or 5%. Again, no one has a crystal ball. This is all uh, you know, suggest, suggestive and, uh, well, and forecastive. So who knows what's going to happen. But that's why everybody's using temporary buy-downs, is to get lower interest rates today. They do step up 1% each year, so make sure, and you are qualified at the highest interest rate, which is your note rate. So it's not like you can't afford the loan because you're qualified at the higher, but you get a discounted monthly payment for the first uh, one year, two years, or even three years. And that's a three, two, one buy down. So Ridge Lending Group can help you out with this. Um, they do it masterfully. And, uh, and when you get the seller to pay for it, it literally can be tens of thousands of dollars um, that you can't do any other way through conventional financing because of what's called interested party contributions. A temporary buy down is a way to um, get that incentive to you as a home buyer without affecting your mortgage application in a negative way due to maxing out um, seller credits. So a little insight there um, because this one's going to be a little bit longer today. So thanks for hanging in there with me. Uh, next story is inflation, wholesale inflation cooler than, ex, uh, than estimated. So the producer price index, the PPI, which measures inflation on the wholesale level rose by 2.2%, which was half of what economists had expected. So on a year-over-year -year basis, the PPI decreased from 8.4% to 8%. The core PPI, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, was flat in October, while the annual figure decreased from 7.2% to 6.7%. All of these readings were cool than expected. So what's the bottom line here? Besides causing higher prices, inflation is the arch enemy of fixed investments like mortgage bonds because it erodes the buying power of a bond's fixed rate of return. If inflation is rising, interest rates uh, in, it causing, uh, sorry, if inflation is rising, investors demand a rate of return to combat the faster pace of erosion due to inflation causing interest rates to rise as we've seen this year. It's a very textbook example of how this stuff works. 
The bond market uh, reacted favorably to this cooler inflation report when it was released last Tuesday. So again, this Tuesday was not this past Tuesday, but the previous week's Tuesday. And that's when we saw this, this trend start to happen. Uh, next story is continuing jobless claims continue to creep higher. So initial jobless claims fell four, by 4,000 in the latest week as 222,000 people filed for unemployment for the first time. Continuing claims, which measure people who continue to receive benefits after their initial claim is filed, rose 13,000 to 1.507,000,000. So what's the bottom line here? Initial jobless claims are still relatively low as employers continue to hold on to workers. However, continuing claims remain the real story as they have written 143,000 since the beginning of October. This reflects a slower pace of hiring and could suggest that it's becoming harder for people to find a job once they are let go. Given the headlines of large companies issuing layoffs, it's possible continuing claims could continue to increase and the labor market may not be as strong as reports have indicated. Guys, I'd, again, I don't know what, you're, what news you're reading, but again, on the tech side, Tens of thousands of people are getting laid off. Um, even at Amazon, they're talking about laying off. There's, there's obviously huge ramifications to, um, to what the Federal Reserve's policy, um, not only in the United States, but also worldwide, what's happening. So things are trying to slow down um, nationally as well as internationally to bring down this cost of inflation, to get our money to, to um, be able to buy this sim- you know, as much stuff as possible. Um, that's the whole... It's one of the reasons why it's so important to control inflation. And you can look to other countries internationally where um, their inflation rates are 40, 50, even 100 percent. Um, this country in South America has 100 percent inflation this year. So literally, you need two, if, if it was the U.S., you would need $2 today to buy the same thing you bought for a dollar last year. That's just not sustainable, right? You just can't live that way. So this is Although painful to, set, to see slightly higher rates, the goal is to bring down inflation because that can completely kill um, a country's uh, ability to earn and, and spend and, and produce. Um, so that's the significance of this thing. So, hey, here's the family hack of the week. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So, of course, we've got to talk about one of the best things about Thanksgiving dinner can be the leftovers. So this delicious turkey frittata recipe is the perfect day after breakfast treat. Let's check it out. So preheat your broiler. If you've never broiled, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's usually at the bottom of your stove. And the old stoves and new stoves actually have it in the center. But turn on your, uh, preheat that broiler so it's cooking top down instead of bottom up. Uh, in a large skillet, heat one tablespoon olive oil over medium high heat. Chop one half onion and one half red bell pepper and add to skillet and cook for three minutes. Stir in a cup of boiled chopped potatoes and cook until golden brown. Add a half cup leftover turkey and toss to coat. In a mixing bowl, beat together six eggs, a quarter cup cream, season with salt and pepper and pour into the skillet and stir in two tablespoons chopped parsley, basil, or cilantro. Mm. Top with a half cup grated cheddar or mozzarella cheese and then Stick that sucker in the broiler and brown under that broiler for about two to three minutes until that frittata puffs. And then eat it. you got to eat it. Um, I don't know where this recipe came from, but it sounds damn good. So go enjoy. I think I'm going to make that. That sounds really good. So what what are we looking at this week? Again, it's already Wednesday when I'm recording this, so my apologies, but I thought this would be good to share. And this is a long one, so my apologies for that too. 
this week, the markets will gobble up heat. Oh, boy, that's a turkey pun. Uh, a heap of economic news on Wednesday. That's today, ahead of Thanksgiving. So as, you're, as we're doing this recording, some of this economic news is coming out and is being digested by the market. The fact that this thing hasn't fallen off a cliff, nor has it spiked up higher, tells me that the news is, eh, okay, great, we're kind of on there, but I don't want to really get too excited. So uh, key ports... Key reports include new home sales and durable goods for October and the latest jobless claims figures. Plus, the minutes from the Fed's latest meeting will also be released, and these always have the potential to move markets. So we've gotten so far today, we've gotten new homes and durable goods and the latest job claims. Now we're just waiting on the Fed's minutes, and that's why it's kind of just holding steady. So again, my name is Larry Bailey with Mortgage Workflow Partners. We do this every week to help support um, Ridge Lending Group with what they're doing. This information, again, was sourced by our beautiful friends over at MBS Highway, your trusted source for mortgage market intelligence. If you don't have a subscription for MBS Highway and you're in the mortgage um, financial arena, you need to get a subscription. Um, Barry Habib, I've actually never met Barry, but I've worked with his information literally for at least 20 years. I'm always on, on spot. I have no idea how the guy does it. So kudos to him. You can reach Ridge Lending Group at 855-74-RIDGE or email to info at ridgelendinggroup.com um, or just go to ridgelendinggroup.com to check out um, how they can help you out with your financing needs. Everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. It's been a super long one. And take care, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.